Hey there, and welcome to the Pickle Jar Podcast. This is Jill, your host, and I'm so excited to bring you this inspiring episode today because this is one of my dear friends, Scott, and I've invited him and asked him to share his story here in the Pickle Jar um, because, you know, first of all, Scott doesn't have Addison's disease or adrenal insufficiency, but Scott has a very unique and inspiring story that I think is is well worth us all learning about and also worth celebrating and Scott is one of these let me just tell you a little bit how I know Scott Scott and I um have known each other for over 10 years and I don't think Scott has only known me with Addison's disease and um he's been you know I always say I have a very unique sense of humor <laughs> and um <laughs> if um if I could make a list of people that, you know, that they could read off at my funeral that have made a big difference in my life, I can guarantee you that Scott would be on that list because he's been just one of those solid people in my life, him and his family and his friendship that are extremely priceless to me that they're, you know, those people that, you know, you can always go to if you need somebody. And I wanted Scott to share his story because his energy comes through his words and his personality. And it's just something that we all need to hear that, you know, all of our journeys are different and unique, but there's also a lot of parallels to them. And we all need that hope and that, you know, that person that relights our fire. And I really think Scott's story is going to help relight your fire for you or make your fire burn stronger. So Scott, thank you so much for accepting no, thank you. for coming here and sharing with us your story here in the pickle jar. So thank you. Well, thank you for the introduction. All right, <laughs> All right Scott. Well, let's start um, because I, I haven't told much about what your story is. I haven't told anything about what your story is about. So why don't you start by telling the listeners just a little bit about the journey that you've been on, you know, the last, I guess it's three plus years. It was just at the start of COVID, right? It's, yeah. It's uh, three years, three years, a month, and well, three years, 33 days. Not that I'm counting. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, it's unique to say. I, I, I feel blessed to be with talking to you people today. Uh, what happened was I had a workplace injury. I fell backwards off a machine, uh, completely crushing my C6 vertebrae in my neck. Um, I was like, completely paralyzed for pretty close to three weeks. And then we worked our way back. Things started to heal. And, but I still went through a lot of the emotions, uh, the situations, the thoughts that all of us that go through with, whether we have a disease or a disability or a challenge of any kind, we all have the same thoughts that we just, people are scared to share. People are scared to say what we, what our thoughts are. Um, just basically that you're not alone. Um, just keep plugging. So that's basically where the gist of it is. Um, as far as my injury was, yeah, my head was partially backwards. Um, I was told I'd never walk again. And with the help of a lot of good people, physiotherapy, good friends and supported that I, I had the energy to work hard to get back to where I'm able to walk. Yeah. And not only did you have to do this, you had to go through it with COVID. Cause I remember, um, you know, kind of, knowing you and and keeping tabs on kind of what was going you had to go through this all alone in the hospital without yes. your main supports and the connections really you know you had very limited connection to the outer world and that support and and i love that you praise the people in your life <laughs> and there's one person you forgot to praise and that was your determination and your strength yeah. 
because um, I truly know that that that's completely what I think made the difference for your recovery, because it was definitely um, a miraculous and unique recovery as well. Unique might be the perfect word to explain it. Yeah. Um, um, one of the only people that my surgeon is allowed to come back, go back to work full time. Mind you, I'm not in the same capacity as I was. Um, the company I work for has been amazing. They've really taken care of me. But that being said, though, like you're right, the, the, you have to have the right mindset just to carry on every day. You can't give up. Um, there's many times I wanted to give up and something deep down decided that it's not today is not going to be the day. I'm going to go after it. I'm going to walk out of the hospital. And after almost two and a half months, I actually walked through the doors of the hospital. And I think that's, you know, and looking back, I, I'd like to think that that's one of the reasons why maybe we've connected over the years. It's that we both have that natural gut instincts, I think, to listen to your body and, you know, and accept that it's it's going to be a tough journey and we're going to get knocked down. But, you know, you get you get back up and, and you try again the next day. That's absolutely right. Um, one moment I did have in the hospital, I did kind of have a, a really, I don't like using the the D word. I like to say I, I went dark and you get down on yourself and you just don't want to do anything. Um, I actually had a nurse that kind of grabbed me by the, by the collar, so to speak, and get right in my face and said, you know, you have too much to live for. Don't give up. You got to work. You don't know how good you actually have it. And from that moment on, that was about a week and a half into my recovery and she was bang on. She was right. It was kind of one of those uh, montage moments in an action movie where the music starts and you start working hard. And that's what happened. I, from that moment on, I, I tried the best I could and you're right. COVID I had for five and a half weeks, I had no visitors. It was, uh, I sat in there by myself and I thought a lot, I was on the phone a lot. Um, a lot of people supporting me by calling me, which was amazing to get me through. And, and I think, at least for me personally, and if I can speak from personal experience that, you know, like you use the word dark and you were in a very extreme and a very, I can't even imagine how scary that situation would be to be paralyzed and not knowing what your future is going to hold. And, and I know how much, how close you are and the bond you have with your family. And I know it would have been going through your head you know, the effect this was going to have on them and how it was affecting yeah. them. And I know you'd worry about, you know, the stress that this was putting on them. And um, yeah, like I just, we all go dark and I think we all need to recognize that that is also a natural part of this. That is true. Very true. It's very natural to go dark and have dark days and have, you know, on varying degrees of darkness. And not only were you dealing with, you know, the, re the, the reality you might be facing with our bodies hormonally, your body hormonally, I can't even imagine what your body was doing to fight and to recover. <laughs> right. And then right. that affects our moods as well. And we, and I think it's important for people if they haven't acknowledged yet, that it's okay to have those days. That is true. It's um, okay to feel defeated and it's okay. And we need everybody in our lives plays different roles. And it's amazing that that nurse was that type of person that she knew she could take you and say, you know what, like you're not giving up and, right. and to give you your power back. Cause sometimes, sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need people to be really honest with okay. us and her saying, you know what, this is bad, but you got a lot to live for and to give us a, a little bit of a reality check. That is very true. Cause uh, my roommate, she was paralyzed as well and she totally gave up and 
I didn't see the nurse go over there and pep talk her, so to speak. So she's seen something that I didn't know. And you're right. You do go dark. You have those days. You're allowed to have those days. Um, they do get less. I my, I can speak for myself. My dark days have been getting less. Um, but, but you're not alone. Like I had a, a gentleman, a good friend of mine who was went through quite a bit. He had cancer. He had a bunch of severe illnesses. And he actually, we got together for lunch about a month ago. And he said, he told me what he was going through. I said, do you know what? To be honest with you, you're not alone. We, I'm going to put my heart on my sleeve here. And I said, yeah, I, I, I do cry. I, it's okay. And he looked at me and goes, thank goodness. He goes, I thought I was the only one who did it. And I said, you're not. It's okay. You're allowed to have those days, but remember, you got to pull yourself back up after those days. You can't be strong 100% of the time. Yeah. You have to. We have to take your time. You have to think about your body, your your intellect, your everything, your well-being, your spiritual, yeah. to get back on track again. No, I exactly, and that, and taking those those dark days and those hard times and learning from them. How can you overcome? How and you and I think you said it perfectly. Like they're getting less. And I think a lot of people, when they go through a life-changing event, so many of us put the expectation on ourselves that we want to be back to normal now. We want it to happen oh. tomorrow. And and we have to, you know, that the healing process is slow. Oh. And it's just, it's just tiny baby wins. And it's those tiny little steps that we take. And when we have a setback, we need to learn from it. We need to say, you know, and like you, you use the word, your spirituality, you know, learn you know, what's it telling us about ourselves, learn about yourself, you know, learn about the people in your lives and just take that tiny step forward. Absolutely. Um, the physiotherapist I had, she was, I credit her with a lot of my walking, her, she taught me how to walk again. And she's, and say, I had a bad day, dark day. She was, you cannot focus on where you, what you had. You have to focus on where you want to be and where you want to go. Yeah. Um, focus on what you have at the moment and try to build on it. Um, if you focus on what you were, I used to do, as we all know, I used to do triathlons, um, biking, running. Will I do it again? No, but guess what? I'm walking. I can participate in other ways and find other ways to accept myself and participate in other things. It's so I don't do triathlons. I do karate now. Is it what I want to do? Sure. It's what I'm going to do at the moment. You have to, you have to switch, right? You have to change gears and change a different direction and make the best of it. Yeah, no, exactly. And one of the recent podcasts I did with another Scott, I loved he used the word, you know, he's with his illness, he's learned how to maneuver around it. We just got to learn to maneuver around the things that we're working with and make the best of it because we're just going to add stress and turmoil into our lives. If, like you said, if we try to go back, we can't go back. No. And, um, and then another one of my pocket, like I said, you know, our circles, I find in situations like this, things change. But if you can look at it, that things have gotten tighter, but they've gotten brighter. So you can still find joy in a lot of different things. You just have to Absolutely. be, and it might lead to new friendships and new experiences yeah. that you would have never experienced before in life. And we just got to hold on to those things and move forward with it. That is so true. Like you can't dwell on the people that don't want to be around you because your life has changed. You have to focus on the people that want to be around you keep your you'll find your circle becomes extremely tight and lean on them don't be scared to lean on them and they'll lean on you yeah because because they're going through you might be going through your situation whether it be your illness or disability or so forth and such but they're actually going through the 
process with you. Um, they just are going through it in a different way because they don't know how to help you. And you have to be honest, communicate with them and say, listen, I'm doing this today. I feel good today. Let's celebrate it. Let's, you know, go for a walk or whatever you're, you do. But the days that you have bad, they, they're the ones who bring you up and keep you at an even keel to keep life as normal as possible, whatever that, that is anymore. You know, like what is normal? No. And you know what? That's exactly true. We need, you know, communication is key because people can't under your family, friends can't understand, you know, what you're going through and how you feel some days. But if you can, if we can all communicate to a certain way and vice versa so that, um, yeah, the circle gets tighter, but it gets brighter and roles in each other's lives have just changed. And when you can communicate how you're feeling, then I'm, can I assume then you can fulfill your role for them even better because they're going to have a little bit of a better understanding for you. And just like the healing process, it doesn't happen overnight. You don't learn to communicate no, perfectly no. with this. It's got to no. be a gentle, loving process to learn to communicate and understand, you know, what everyone's going through. Cause you know, you experienced trauma in your situation and your family did as well, not being able to be there for you. That's and, right. and, not only that, they were going through COVID and all these other things. And, and I can still remember waiting for you, you know, you'd send me videos every now and then of you walking down the hallway and stuff and how, you know, how much that, that meant to me and, and stuff like that, you know, just having that little bit of communication with people. And it, it's, it's just so important to be patient and kind to each other. And I think that's something yes. that, um, yes. what I've gotten from, you know, what I know of your story and your journey with your family, that's kind of what, that was your foundation to survive this together. That's was the reason why I wanted to get better. Yeah. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine and say, I'll, once again, I, I did push my family away. I, when I first got injured, when I first got, had my situation that I pushed them away because I was embarrassed. Um, my wife, well, Christine, she went through hell because I was embarrassed to talk to her. Not that I didn't love her or didn't want to talk to her. I just, I was embarrassed for what I did to the family. But once you realize that they're there for you, right? And they're not, they're there to help you not, and not to embarrass yourself. You have to get over it yourself mm-hmm. somehow. You have to fight through it. You have to fight through the pain. And once you do that, then it gets better. It gets easier. Um, communication is key. Absolutely. Um, as I say, your texts, when you text me and, we did yoga, bedside yoga, where I couldn't move, and Jill's doing just tell me to breathe. That's all I could do. That was, and yeah. I still do that. And I still do that to this day because because Jill told me to breathe. Yeah, so it worked. That was one of my um uh, when I taught yoga. I mean, he was one of one of the the faithful members for a long time in, in my men's yoga class. That it was honestly, I think it was my favorite class um that I taught was was my lovely group of men and. And I would like, I would like to think that your training in yoga and the core strength that you gave, you gained in your body awareness, maybe even, you know, in, even if in s- small ways, the way you took care of your body and what you learned from that maybe even helped, you know, that day of your injury, you know, lessen your fault oh, maybe a little bit. And it, you know, I don't know, maybe it might've been a part that, that kept you alive. Um, yeah. But I really, I know, I really think that, yes, we, I would text him and say, he's like, I can't move. And I'm like, well, just do yoga in your head. <laughs> <laughs> so you know how to do it just envision yourself yeah. and just kind of breathe because i knew the breathing um would just help i would hope just relax you even even if it it's did. a little bit 
just a little bit. I knew it was going to hopefully help just give you a little bit, a tiny bit of peace. And sometimes that little bit Absolutely. of peace we can get um, can, can just, it's just part of that positive cycle again, right? That we need when That's we're true. in a dire situation, just to have that, that tiny little glimmer of, of something, That's right? right. That's, so. That's right. You, you know who you can lean on, right? Once you, you set it before, you, you find the people that you can lean on and they lean back. That's what it's all about. You help each other out. Um, and I have to say, one of my favorite things to do right now is when I'm have Scott and I like to call them, you know, the days we don't want to people. And when I'm having a day <laughs> when I don't want to people, I'll send Scott a text. Um, I'm having a non-people day. How about you? And he's like, yeah, so am I. Because <laughs> so, we all know when we're dealing with, you know, extreme situations that people can't understand. There's some days you just, you got, you got to deal with people, but you just, you just really don't want to. And, and it's some days it seems that our, our non-people day seems to fall, fall into place together. So you, you do, you smile a lot, right? You, when you see people, you smile, but they don't know and they don't, and they don't need to know how you're feeling. They really don't. Right. Cause they don't understand. So you, you talk to the people that do understand. No. And I, and I think that's an important lesson too, because everybody has those days that we smile. Oh, yeah everybody has the days where we don't want to people. Right. So, um, but we all smile and we all put on the front, we all put on, or I call it the Facebook front, right? Like we yeah, all yeah. happy and, and perfect on Facebook, but, but really some days we're all just falling apart and having those cry days. So that's right. And I think I even posted that a few times, you know, I'll tell you the good stuff, but I won't tell you the bad because is you well, I can't understand what you go through and I'll never tell you that I know what you go through. No. Right. And each person is so individual that you can't understand what I go through, but we have a, an idea of what we go through. We don't know because each one of us has such a different mindset and physical attributes and, and severity of everything. You just don't know. Right. And I think a lot of this, a big thing I've gotten out of my journey is that you just learn to have empathy for people. Absolutely. When you Absolutely. know, you know, their situation's different, but it's just that level of empathy of knowing, you know what? you know, you're going through something and I go through something and I know how tough it is to go through something. And it's just learning to empathize on a deeper level than people. And I think that's a gift for me that what I go through has given to my, my family that Absolutely. we're all a lot more empathetic for people and, and their journeys and their struggles in life. Don't try not to judge just because everybody's has a story. Yeah. Everybody, you have, just because they're smiling doesn't mean their life's perfect. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're feeling good that day. They might be smiling, as you said, because we don't want our people. They might be just smiling at that, and you just let them go, and they know. You know when you come across somebody that has is going through a tough situation. You can see it in their eyes. Right. You can see it in their face. And then that's when you give them a, you know, a hug or a, a handshake or, or a how are you doing? Yeah. You know, like that's what you do. You just empathize, empathize with them, right? And I think that's one of the most meaningful things for me when I'm having a bad day. It's like, that person, like you said, like that nurse, what she did to you in the hospital when, you know, I've been out having a really bad day and I'm struggling and I can just tell the person who's opened the door for me, you can just tell by the look in their eyes that they're having a good day, but there's just some type of communication that they're looking at me. Like, yeah, I, I know today's not your day and you don't yeah. have to tell me, but I know me opening the door for you might help you a little bit today. Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. You can tell in people's eyes, Yeah, you know, you can see the, I hate the, I don't want to use the word pain or the but you can see the work that people have go through in their eyes you yeah. can and especially with what you and I and my family's gone through you can tell who's gone what right who's gone through what 
So, so what are you doing right now? I know you're doing some things that have been like kind of the ripple effect from the injury yeah. that you've gone through. So what, what are you doing right now to kind of make a difference from, from your journey? So what I have been doing is my company has allowed me to travel across Southern Ontario to talk to different branches of our, the company and to basically tell my story, to tell people what I went through, how to work safely, how to put other people in your thoughts, right? Just because you make a silly, I shouldn't say a silly situation, but you go to make a situation or make a choice Think of your family. Think of all the people that care about you before you make a rash decision. Um, don't do things unsafely. Just think about it. Use your brain. Uh, make smart decisions. And recently, I've been doing a little bit more speaking publicly. Uh, people have been reaching out, and I'll go talk to different uh, service groups and whatnot and just explain. I'll, I'm perfectly honest, as you all know. I, I really don't have much of a filter, and I'll be straight up and honest with what I go through because I think it's important that people know I'm well enough. I've been I've been left on this world for a reason. And I truly believe that there's a higher power that allows me to do this. And I think I have to get it out to warn people that this is what can happen to you. Please, please look after yourself, love your family, and try to live the best you can. And as I say, as a ripple effect, my ripple effect is still going. It's like throwing a rock in the water. You don't know how big the rock is and how far those ripples are going to go until it stops. Basically, my ripples, three years and 33 days are still rippling because we're talking today. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. When anything that changes our path in life happens, there's there's just there's different ripple effects that we all. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people focus on, like you said, living in the past and what we've lost and and it's not always easy and you're going to look both ways but if you can start focusing on that other ripple effect the positive things that you've learned and the the difference that you can maybe possibly make um in terms of you know we all like you said like that path change for you and you were able to get into workplace safety and kind of a very active role in it and you know and that's incredible because that's going to make a huge impact your ripples are going to be bigger but there's always a positive a positive wave that starts from everything right. in life. And we need that's to right. really, really need to focus on that as much as we can on the good days. <laughs> that's, that's right. Um, I will say of some of my presentations, I, people get a little uneasy with what I say, but I'm not insulting anybody. I'm insulting myself. And I try to make light of it because you can tell if, it's, if it strikes a, ner- strikes a nerve or makes people think they giggle or they laugh or they, you know, they've been thinking about it. Like it's, they just have to accept that I'm making fun of myself. Mm-hmm. I think laughter is the best medicine. Uh, if I haven't laughed at myself, I wouldn't have got through what I've got through. I make light of my situation as severe as it was. You know, a, a good example, we, at work, we have to do pre-job stretches. Well, I obviously due to my lack of mobility, I, and the one gentleman saying, well, look how much I can stretch. And I said, well, if you can turn your head backwards, well, then you'll impress me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he kind of looked at me, kind of turned red, and I said, "You can laugh. It's okay. It's okay. I'm making, okay. I'm, make, I'm making fun of myself here. It's okay." So, yeah. so you know, you just make people think, and I don't want pity. I don't. I've never felt bad for myself ever. You know that I've never, ever said why me. No, um, no, and that's one thing I love. Like you know, 
the Facebook posts you've done and everything that I've read and followed in the conversations we've had. That's just one thing I love is that you are honest. You're like, Hey, you know what? This is me. This is what I've gone through. Either if you like it, listen to it. And if you don't, that's okay too, because yeah. you know that everybody's on a different has different perspectives and different experiences in life. And some people just, they're just not there and that's okay. And if they're not there, then they can move on to where they feel at home. And we want the people that have the same vibe as us to support us in our journeys. And those are the people that want to listen to the podcast that want to um, read the posts and to hear about our bad days. The circle gets tighter, but it gets brighter. And my opinion, when that circle gets tight and bright, it's brighter than what it was in the first place. It's like it's just like a big hug in the end. Yeah. You know, it it's it feels really good when you yeah. find find the people that you can trust on a daily basis. It feels so good. Like you you feel more like yourself again. You feel brand new, like you feel rejuvenated. Yeah. And I know you're going through your situation, but you know that in my case I wobble a lot. So I know if I wobble one way or another, I know there's gonna be somebody there to help me back up. Right. Yep. Somebody's gonna push you back up straight and <laughs> and then push you forward to keep you going. That's <laughs> right. That's exactly right. right. Um so let's um is there anything else about your story or your journey that you know, anything um, that kind of stands out that you would like to share with us? Um geez, there's so much happened. It's been a blur over three years. It really has. Uh, just the support of people. Um, you say, as you said before, your circle gets tighter but brighter. My family, uh, but you just don't know how much it affects everybody else. I, I had no idea. I use the example of when you hit your thumb at home with a hammer, how many people know? As many people as you hear you cussing or throwing the hammer or whatever happens. But when you have a major challenge in your life, it's amazing how many people are affected by it. Yeah. Um, even to this day, my two sons are 22 and 19 and they still pull me aside and they want to talk. Like they there's, I'm still learning what the situation put them through. Um, I had no idea. I, and I appreciate their honesty. I'm glad they're getting it off their chest. I'm glad it's making them feel better. Um, my wife, she's like, Christine has just been, she just shakes her head at me. She's like, she just doesn't know how we get through most days, but we do. You, you, she just, once again, we laugh a lot. She tells me, basically get off my butt and do something. And I'm like, well, yeah, fine. You're right. But she's right. She's she's forced me to go outside my comfort zone and keep keep plugging along. Uh, you're right. The journey is long. Um, they say it's going to take me up to five years to recover to the point of my full recovery. Mm-hmm. I'm three years in. I'm excited. I feel I know a lot of times I talk to you, I say, I feel better. I'm ready to do something, but then something happens. Your body changes and that's thing. You go a few steps backwards. I'm getting to the point now where I'm ready to make another life change, ready to do something. I'm feeling good. Might, might change tomorrow, but as of right now, I feel good. But say, don't just don't give up. Just And you're allowed to have the bad days. You're allowed to have the non-people days. And your ripple will keep going to inspire other people. Right? Uh, keep your keep your chat groups. Like if you the Addison people, please talk to Jill. You know, like uh, if you have a my door is open for anybody. I will talk to anybody at any time. If you have a bad day, I've talked to people in the middle of the night because they're not feeling good. I don't care. Just 
you have to get a doctor test sometimes just you know and i think that's and again what i knew of your family before your injury like that's always been something you, your entire family's been very open to communication and feelings and um i think it's great that your boys talk to you because it's important for you to understand them and and vice versa because yeah that they went through a trauma and you know mm -hmm. they would never want to change the outcome because the worst case outcome was very scary and and i'm sure they wouldn't change it for the world because they want to have you here <laughs> they want to struggle with you <laughs> they want to go on this journey with you and yeah. um and it's just so important like you said to just to keep pushing forward you're going to have stronger days and then you're going to have setbacks and then yeah. um yeah. and it's just trying not to let those setbacks how important it is to take care of your mental health really absolutely because i find when you have those setbacks if you don't try to develop those tools whatever works for you to deal with those bad days because you're going to have it it's just reality you know don't uh, fight it don't fight no. it just develop your tools so that when you have a bad day you can lessen it so that you minimize the effect so that you can keep pushing forward right. because it's that little bit of it's kind of like exercise right you push a little bit you get a little bit stronger then you have a setback or something like that. But, yeah. you know, yeah. like I say, you know, life is my sport now, you know, that's right. That's right. Life and, is your and, sport. <laughs> and, and to the point where you talked about the bad days, I just thought of another story. Once again, you've got to remember, I hit my head pretty hard. Right. So I, it, things kind of leak in here. Now um, I went into, they wheeled me into rehab on, in my wheelchair. I was having a really dark day. I did not want to do anything. It was one of the days and my physiotherapist handed me a hockey stick because she knew I played hockey and she told me to stand out of the chair and start stick handling a ball. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, come on. So we had a bit of a few suggestive words for each other and she won, obviously. And I looked down and I started stick handling a tennis ball. It was the first time I walked. I walked down the hallway and I didn't know it. It, it's see your darkest days can be your best days yeah. right and so when I got to the hall she looked at me she started crying I started crying and we couldn't believe it like it she goes you're gonna be okay and that was one of the first signs of my walking journey of my rehab that I actually knew that I was gonna be okay and say so say the say the darkest days the days that you want to don't want to do anything you don't want to push yourself is sometimes your most victorious days and and that story right there just shows the difference when somebody believes in you the power it can give you like she believed you're gonna try this and she and she pushed you beyond you know what you felt you could do and you achieved it it's, that's right and you achieved, right. you were able to push to accomplish something that you you probably in that moment couldn't imagine you, you got out of your mindset you got out of your comfort zone or out of my current comfort zone and I didn't wasn't thinking of my situation for three minutes or four minutes I was thinking I was focused on something else which redirected me to my physio and mind you they're pretty close behind me with the wheelchair I didn't notice that at the time <laughs> it shows in the video Plan didn't follow the way they thought it was going to. They wanted to be there to catch you, right? So they were they were ready to catch me. I'm a bit of a large person to be falling, so they didn't. Want, they were they're tiny ladies, so but they did a great job. So they trusted me, right? They knew what they're doing. 
Now, with anything that we go through in life, looking back, there's always there's always things that, you know, we're wiser as we go through our journeys. You're you're wiser at this, obviously, you know, three plus years into it than what you did, you know, in March of 2020. So looking back on the last three years, is there anything that you think you would do a little bit differently? If you could tell yourself, if you could go back and tell yourself on that day, you know what, Scott, this is what you're going through. And this is, you know, I'm three years into this. And if I can give you a little bit of advice, mm. this is kind of some direction. <laughs> well, yeah, not to climb a machine in a rainstorm. <laughs> well, well, but, but you know, <laughs> you've already, already done that. So. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know what? I can't change. I can't change it. I can't change the past. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we said before, you just have to focus on going forward. Yeah. Um, if I could change, I change. We could we could change things our whole life if we wanted to, if we had that power. But that's why we live our that's why we live our life, right? right? We have to focus on what we have and carry on. Or even saying, you know, if somebody's in, you know, maybe a similar situation to yours and they're one year into it. Um, yeah, I would more than happy. Actually, I had a wonderful lady call me and I. She's going through a tough situation walking wise and, she, and we had a great visit. She just wanted to vent to know that she wasn't alone. And I, that friendship that we've made is, is, is amazing. I, I wouldn't, I cherish it yeah. every day. Right. And I'm so happy that she called me that she reached out, but it's safe. Somebody that you're in, just don't give in. Just don't, sorry. Don't give up. I meant to say, just don't give up. Just, I know it's tough at the time. You can't see the, you can't see the sun for the clouds, but, it will come out. Just keep working at it. And and like you said, that conversation you had with that lady, validation goes a long way. And just exactly. sharing of stories, even though they're different and they're, you know, com completely different situations, is those parallels that validate that you can get through. Yeah. You can yeah. get through. You can keep going. And that's, you know, that's why I invited you to share your story today because I knew it was going to, you know, it's an amazing story because you beat a lot of odds. <laughs> Yeah. A very unique situation with COVID and stuff like that. And you have such a solid foundation with your family and that you are so honest about your journey and the dark days and the ups and downs and, um, and how important it is, you know, to call things the way it is. Like you said, you, you shut, you said you shut your wife out initially and your family because, you know, but you had your reasons. You were probably scared. There's so many things going on, but you've also acknowledged it. You know what? I did this and I did it because in the moment, that's kind of where I was. And now let's move forward from it. That's right. She, she, she totally understood. Like, yeah, exactly. She, um, did I mean to, do, no, I didn't mean to do it. It was, uh, they tricked me into talking to her. Um, <laughs> My son called me on on uh, Zoom and he handed his mom the phone and and I was totally embarrassed. But there's nothing to be embarrassed about. It's just that you feel that you're you're so down on yourself that you let people down. Yeah. You don't let people down. You haven't chose your journey. It's your journey's ahead of you. Yeah. Um. Um. Just pull up your bootstraps. I hate to say it, use that term, but don't shut the people out that care about you. Just yeah. carry on. Just do the best you can. They if they truly do care about you they understand yes right and she understood and i hope i think she's forgave me i don't know <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> but, she has i'm sure she has so yeah but that, that's basically the gist of it she understood i was embarrassed that i couldn't support the family i i, I didn't know right but the things that go through your mind that that's really irrelevant at the moment but it's 
you think it's a big deal. You yeah. have tunnel vision. You have tunnel vision. You have to look at the big picture, not just what's in the tunnel. Well, and you you had a lot of time on your hands, right? Like you, <laughs> you had nothing but time. <laughs> you had nothing but time. So, and that's another thing. Like when you have, you know, the situation you were in, you you had time. You were kind of, I don't know, is it appropriate to say you were kind of like stuck in a moment, right? And yes. then for me personally, like, you know, if those wheels get turning the wrong way, they turn yeah. and they can spin, and you can you can spiral emotionally pretty quickly, and those feelings what you were feeling probably amplified really strongly on you too right that is very you can, you can, you can escape them because it's it's like the movie groundhog day it was the same thing every day you know and, and and you couldn't escape it like you were laying in a bed day after day after day and and, and not even no visitors i was gonna say and no visitors like you can even have christine there holding your hand or touching your face or whatever yeah. to have that physical reassurance of that. I'm here for you. Right. To validate right. that I'm not leaving your side and this is going to be okay. You were okay. missing that big piece of the puzzle. Also that, that hurdle you had to get through. That's true. I was blessed that there was a lot of nurses in our local area that worked at the hospital who I didn't know what they did for a living and they come and visit and they send messages from Christine and letters. And that's, you know, they're basically her her mouth and her her view. And, you know, they'd sat with me and they'd sit with me after their shift and talk for hours. And I, I you know, I can't repay them enough for doing that. Then they go home and they go and talk to Christine and say, it's kind of, they're kind of the go-between. And it was amazing. Like, I, I wish I could, I will see them again one day, but just to thank them for what they did. No, that's incredible. And, and I'm so glad that you had so many, bright lights in your journey that helped guide you to it and all the all the the lights on our journey have different roles and yeah. um and you let the you accepted those roles for what they were and just let them shine on you to give what they could and okay. and that's yeah. definitely what helped guide you i think through your healing process and to give you strength yeah i i totally agree um i definitely didn't choose this journey and i know people that listen to podcasts haven't chose their journey either, but it's been put on us for a reason. I truly believe that. And the best we can inform people and help people is all we can do with it. Right. Uh, don't feel sorry for yourself. That's, I hate to say it. It's not a good place to be. No, no, exactly. Well, thank you, Scott, so much for sharing your story with us and I will give you another opportunity right now. Is there anything else that you want to add or anything that you can think of? <laughs> no. no. Okay. No, I'm, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you so much. And I hope um, I know you listening to this podcast and listening to your, to Scott's story has, um, has definitely been inspirational to you because I know his continue continuous journey that I'm, you know, learning from Scott every day. And I'm truly, truly grateful for his friendship. And I'm, you know, truly thankful for his honesty and his openness with, you know, not only his, his successes that he's had um, in the journey that he's on, but also being, you know, very transparent with the struggles that he deals with, because because that is reality. Reality is reality. No matter what journey we're on, especially when we're put in unique situations, um, there's going to be struggles. And the point is to learn from those struggles, 
to have that tight and bright circle and just let it shine in your life and just keep moving forward. So thank you again, Scott, for sharing thank with you. us today. I truly appreciate your friendship and I truly appreciate you being here in the pickle jar with us. So if you are interested in sharing your story in the pickle jar, even if you do not have adrenal insufficiency, I would love to have you. You can email me at the pickle jar at rogers.com. And until next time, please be well, my pickles.